Hey guys, thank you for joining us for this episode. But before we dive in, we got something to tell you. We got merch. Yeah, guys, we have t-shirts. We have hoodies. T-shirts are $19.99. And hoodies $39.99. Or $39.99. And guys, if you want it, you can DM us on at our Instagram, technically.short. Or if you know us personally, you can shoot us a text message. But uh, but yeah, see you in the episode. See you in the episode. All right, guys. During this episode of Technically Short, we delve into the final part, part nine of the Perfectly Imperfect series on excellence. Reflecting on past episodes with guests Pat Williams and Chastu Boy, we emphasize the importance of having hard conversations both in professional and personal relationships. We draw connections between different leadership styles, highlighting the need for leaders to know their team members personally. The discussion touches on living living in excellence, continuous improvement, and the misconception that excellence equals perfection. We emphasize the value of positive and negative blind spots, acknowledging areas of improvement and strengths. Finally, we underscore the idea that you don't need a title to lead, urging listeners to recognize their influence on others. All right, guys. See you in the episode. All right, guys. Welcome to this episode of Technically Short. Uh, This is the final part, part nine, of the Perfectly Imperfect series on excellence. And I'll say this just because it's sitting right in front of us. We may or may not have a video for this one. So cool, guys. You guys are going to be really excited about it. Because right now we're just doing it as a proof of concept. But if we figure out some other things, then we'll post the video to YouTube. And maybe we'll just do it anyway. (laughs) I think it'll be cool. We'll see. Um... I'll move this pillow. Um, <laughs> it was bothering me. <laughs> um, everything's better now with a with a camera. That's a whole other dynamic. It definitely does. <laughs> it's like a parallel universe. We have the feed on the TV, so I keep wanting to look over at the TV. So if you look look at see that I'm not looking at the camera, that's something we're going to have to get used to. Is actually looking at the camera when we talk. Oh, so we're going to have to look here. Yeah. Instead of here. Yeah. That's awkward. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be hard. But, um, yeah, like I said, back on track. Part nine of the Perfectly Imperfect series. And we decided you guys have heard uh, the last four episodes were Pat Williams and Chaz Boy, And we just wanted to do a quick, uh, I was going to say a quick recap, but it's not going to be a quick recap. Yeah, it's going to be a good recap. It's going to be a good recap. I mean, great recap. Great. I love it. <laughs> but, uh... But yeah, man, like they, they both like, they they said a lot of very similar things. Absolutely. But like in a complete, like, but they said it in very different ways. Like him, him and I were like re-listening to Pat's episode, uh, just like right before we started recording, and I realized that Ch- Chaz and Pat both mentioned a point about, um. This is further down my notes, but you mentioned about, like, the inner circle. 
They didn't mm. use the word inner circle, but we talked about it a lot. Oh, yeah, we did. And, like, they talked about, Pat talked about having, we talked uh, having hard conversations with, like, having hard conversations with people that he has good relationships with, people that are on his team, so that his team is being, like, held, that they're being held accountable and that they're growing. And then Chaz kind of said the same thing about his team, but then he also, kinda, he put in there that whenever he talked about his marriage and how the church, like, Big C, the Big C Church, saves his marriage. Yeah. Um, how people having those hard conversations with him, that's, like, a, like, that's a big part of what saved it. It's having the people, having the people that will have the hard conversation with you and also being, and then from Pat, also being able to have those hard, hard conversations with others. And Chaz also said about his team, he's, uh, he's like, I would rather be that person that other people can come to to have those hard conversations. And, or to have like blow up on me rather than blowing up on their significant other mm. so that they don't so that there aren't problems at home like get the get the emotion get the emotions done and over with so that you can i shouldn't say done and over with but like get the get those high emotions that can cause problems yeah done and over with so that like so that they can have so like when you get home they're calm they can get home they, they may they might still be frustrated but they're not gonna like but they already blew their gasket and the steam's been let off yeah um, so that's something, like, I really got out of, Ch- of Chaz and Pat, because they both talked on that same concept, but, yeah, from two different sides of the coin. Honestly, I, I like where you're going with that, with hard conversations. I feel like every leader has to have those. Like, it's just one of those things, because a good leader has discipline, and a good leader has correction. Yeah. So, like, if you're going away even think about like god you know i bring god in like everything we talk about so like if you think about god like he's not going to just let us do anything because of the simple fact he cares about us that's the reason why there's rules there's our regulations there's laws there's there's things to follow it's not because god's like hey we don't want you to have fun but it's more on the on this, the side of, hey, I care about you. These yeah. things are going to hurt you. Yeah. And I feel like a good leader is going to be like, hey, I care about you. I can't have you do this X, Y, and Z because you're going to hurt the business. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to hurt your family. Yeah. Because you're going to hurt yourself. Because you're going to hurt your finances. Because yeah. you're going to... And it's so important for us to have the hard conversations. Yeah. They're not fun, but they're important. So I love that you brought that up. Yeah, for sure. Like, hmm. I think like, I get. I don't know. Another thing I got from, like, I don't know. There's, like the hard conversations. Like Pat talked about it during. Um, he said he's had conversations with both of us. Yeah. And for me, it, like it was um, not to go over the, through the whole thing again because you've already heard it, but the conversation he told me to not wait for the opportunity to present itself but to just kind of act yeah and kind of act and take charge of the situation instead of just waiting for things to happen what about you uh 
hard conversation Pat specifically had with me was about, like, living in my means, right? Yeah, we mentioned that. And uh, they actually did mention that in the episode. I think it's really important to live in your means. I have a problem doing that. Um, currently, the situation is, like, I end up getting my uh, my car and stuff way before I should have I should have got a different type of car, stuff like that. So it would have helped me financially better if I didn't choose to do certain things I done. Yeah. But um, I I honestly thought that that was really important. That the conversation that he had with me about it was really wise counsel. I was just hard headed, but I should have listened. And when that happens, you you learn two ways: the hard way or the hardest way. Well, that's something we talked about with Chaz. Yeah. He talked about, uh, fail- he talked about failing forward. He talked about failing forward, and then we talked about John Maxwell. Uh, sometimes, you, sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. Failing forward is exactly what was in my notes, actually. Yeah. That was, like, the next topic I was going to talk about. Well, it leads in pretty, pretty well. <laughs> yeah, because I honestly do feel like, as a good leader, that you learn how to fail. Yeah. And then, you when you fail, you're, you're not just, like, broken and destroyed instead you're like okay i messed up i made a mistake okay how can i fix this and i and i was watching a video of like some of the best boxers in the world and they said the boxing to them they're really good at playing chess they said and it's because chess teaches you that like okay if you make a mistake how can i correct it what can i learn from it the next move i can make after I already messed up on this move. And I think it's really important that we should do that in life. It's like, okay, I failed here. Okay, there's nothing to do about crying over it. Yeah. Instead, what can I learn from it? How can I grow from it? And how can I use this failure to um, improve myself, improve my family, improve my business, improve the situation? Yeah. No, that, that's good. Like, because, yeah, I don't know, like, there's the whole concept of, like, I mentioned before, like, sometimes you win, sometimes you learn, is that every, like, we talked about with Chaz, you either, you either, like, just accept that it's a failure, and you kind of just move on and live with the failure, or you look back and you're like, okay, what have I learned from it? Because either way, you're learning something from that situation. Yeah. No matter what, you're going to learn something from it, it's about what you take out of it. Yeah. And it's up, it's up to you what you actually learn from that situation, whether it's, oh, I'm a failure, or it's actually like, oh, this, like you said, this is how I can improve, this is how I don't make that same mistake again. Yeah. Um, one thing, I want to go into kind of like how Pat and Chad, like, I want to, well, actually, there's a couple things like, I want to go into like how Chaz and uh, and Pat kind of identified what excellence is. Mm. Pat and like and they both touched on how excellence isn't perfection. Yeah, they both did. They both mentioned like how they both mentioned how per, uh, like Pat mentioned specifically. What was it Chaz? Oh. If you if you. If you tell uh, me, I can I can tell you which one was said which because I actually put those in my notes. Oh no, it was uh it was Chess. Uh, wait, no, it was, wait, no, it, it was 
Pat. <laughs> it was uh, it was Pat um, talking about striving for excellence. Mm-hmm. And when I kind of connected um, with that, it's like striving for excellence is equal to striving to perfection. Yeah, and you will never be perfect. So therefore, like like Michaela said in the very first episode, she like don't you, like striving for excellence is like that was where you get that's where you get that burnout. Like this whole series that's kind of like you've kind of like upgraded my thought process when it comes to excellence because like Michaela talked about it as like you don't strive but seek. Yeah, you, you seek you seek what God wants you to be doing instead of, of and like who He wants you to be. It says striving for something that you're never actually going to reach. That's true. Um, and like Ch- Chaz mentioned excellence as continuous learning. He mentioned like, and that falls into line with um, uh, with the failing forward. Like yeah. you're like, and you like most of the time you like we mentioned before, you learn the most in your failures. Yeah, absolutely. So like. As you're failing, like, as you're failing forward, like either you fail forward, you learn from something from the situation, you take feedback from those who noticed the failure, or maybe you didn't know it was a failure, maybe you didn't realize you failed, but someone's like, "Yeah, you messed up." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that kind of like falls in line with what we all what the talk we also had about blind spots. Yeah, that's that is really good, honestly. I when I was thinking about um Pat, I remember him saying that uh excellence was aligned with integrity. And I was like one of the things I was like, yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah. Because a person who who's thriving, a person who is living in excellence, they are always that. Like even in their mistakes and their mess ups. Like if you think about King David, right? Even though he messed up, like, he did a horrible thing. Got his best friend killed, put him on the front line so he could have his wife, right? Even though he did all that, right? His, the reason why David is known for being excellent Mm -hmm. is because when he messed up, he didn't just like, okay, I'm just going to never do this and not talk about this and all this. No. When he was busted wide open, when Nathan showed him, like, hey, bro, we got you on tape. Like, <laughs> he, he was he was humble. He apologized. And then he he came to God and just said, hey, you know what, God, I, I messed up. I'm jacked up. Can yeah. you fix me? Create a new heart in me. Cleanse me. Mm-hmm. You know, create a right spirit in me. And I feel like that was excellent. Like, a lot Saul Saul messed up too, but Saul never went to God like that. Like yeah. it's crazy. Like there's a lot of people who made big mistakes and were not humble enough to be like, you know what, I messed up. How can I fix this? Let me um be humble and do whatever I need to 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 fix this. And I think that's big thing, integrity. And that's why I think like when Pat said I was like, Wow, that's that's really good. Integrity and excellence go hand in hand. If you're excellent, you have integrity. Well, I think, like, he mentioned, he, like, for him, like, in- integrity was being the, con- he, like, quote, pretty much quoted, like, being that consistent Christian man 
who God is calling him to be. If he's if he's doing those things that um, that a Christian man should be doing, then um, he'll be led to ex- then you'll be led to excellence. Oh yeah, absolutely. And to be honest, I feel like the, the biggest thing I took from this is that you never really become truly excellent. Mm. Um, because like you can you can like because the only real true excellent perfect being is God was Je- and the only one that was on this earth was Jesus who is also God yeah uh, and like but we can keep seeking like Michaela we can keep seeking those improvement points oh yeah keep, keep searching those out and always continuously grow continuously learn. So we can live. So we can live in that excellence. Oh yeah, that's good. But I don't think we become excellent ourselves. That is really good. Like I don't think I hundred percent agree with you. I think you can never be a hundred percent. Yeah. Which would be excellent. Which would be perfect. Yeah. But you can live in excellence, like you said. Like you can always be trying to do the right thing. So like, well, we had this one episode we were talking about. Like excellence to me is not being 100%, but every day going up 1%. Yeah. And if you're, like, start off at, if you're at the bottom of the bottom, and you're just like, hey, my life's all jacked up, the next day you can try to do something to get 1%. And then the next day after that, you can be like, you know what, I'm going to try to get another percent. So you go up to 2%. And then you just do that every day of your life. And eventually you're going to live in excellence mm-hmm. well that's part of it that, that is part of living in excellence so that that like living in excellence is that continuous growth so if you're if you're if you're i don't think there's like a i don't feel like feel like there's a threshold to when that starts yeah it's like if you're focusing on growth then you're focusing on excellence yeah and so like if you're in excellence and like uh, like i'm not disagreeing with you right like i'm just i'm just like expanding i want to expand a little bit more because like there's a uh you know that andrew Vergato and i just read uh, atomic habits yeah and there's the, actually a uh, a whole like section in that about one percent improvement one percent changes and like it's not a it's not about trying to improve the the exact thing that you're looking like, you know it's not like about like okay how can i um, be the, how can I be the best podcaster ever? Yeah. And then every day trying to do, focus on one thing th- and focus on one thing that we, that you think will make you the best podcaster. No, it's about, um, making those small 1% changes in different er- in those different areas. Like how, how can I, like first we started with like first, like the first 1% change for us, was actually just starting the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And was starting the podcast and figuring out like how do we, uh, what's the setup going to look like? How um, the one percent change of for me was take it was taking notes and having notes ready for for the for the episodes. Then another one percent change, having uh, bringing on guests and getting better at getting uh, and one percent change of uh, the a process of reaching out to them. Yeah. Another another one percent change. Pos- adding a video, or at least right now doing like a beta test for the video. That's what I mean. We're just constantly right. growing. I totally agree with you, Thomas. That's that's where I'm saying like one percent, and what I mean by that, and I'm glad you expanded on it. 
I didn't mean you just get 1% of one small category yeah. of your life. I mean 1% of everything in your life. So it's like, you should be trying to grow all together the equal 1%. Mm-hmm. Like, so like, if you were to be the best fighter in the world, right? If you, we'll just use this example. Um, that would not mean you just train. All you want to do is train as the being the best fighter. I don't think that's being able to be living in excellence if you're just training just in that one area but if you're reading books if you're playing chess if you're if you're physically working out if you're eating healthy all this helps you to be the better fighter yeah no no that no that makes perfect sense and like yeah because like those things by themselves wouldn't make a difference yeah they don't make they'll make a difference but not the difference. Right. The a difference, not the difference. That could be a whole uh, <laughs> whole broad topic off right. That's amazing. Um, and, like, by itself, like, uh, in the book... Oh, actually, I won't dive into that. But the, uh, um, but the like... But, yeah, if, you, if anybody can improve their diet. Right. Right? And, and we're, gonna, we're going down a rabbit hole, so we'll reel it back in a second. Um, but, yeah, anybody can improve their diet... So that by itself doesn't make you a better wrestler. Right. But it's that on top of the next thing, 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 and, and inadvertently you will become, if you're looking to become a better wrestler and you're improving on things that will make you a better, all the things that go into wrestling well, then the result will be that you will become a better wrestler. That's living in excellence. Right. That's what it exactly. is. Exactly. Wrapping and like I probably just recapped exactly what you said. No, but, that's good. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, but the real is back. <laughs> we <laughs> went off on a major tangent. We did. Um, it was good, Chaz. It was a good one. But uh, positive blind spots mm. that we talked about with Chaz. Um, could you remind me of that? I totally forgot. Yeah. So like you know you know what a blind spot is. Yes. So like a, like the negative blind spot whenever somebody comes up to, like somebody. Like a close friend, or if you're a leader, or somebody on your team points out your points out something that something that you didn't realize was a weakness, mm. or something a, a gap that you didn't know need filled. That that's what we were calling negative in the Chad's episodes, negative blind spots, and that I I had I made the connection that like there's also positive blind spots whenever people notice the things in you. This goes back to Brandon's episode, actually. Um, notice the things in you that are good. Like Pastor Kells in you. Yeah, exactly. That, like, somebody notices something in you and they call it out. And, that, and to you, that seems normal, right? But to but to the person that noticed it, it's like, it's great. It's a fantastic thing. And they want you to exalt, exalt you for it and point you out. Like, Brandon talked about um, speaking the gold. Mm. And, like... Um, so like whenever you see, like whenever, like speaking the gold, uh, maybe see those, uh, positive blind spots of something that maybe somebody's down, like things that you downplay yourself that like, oh, uh, or you want to act humbly or, and, and like, uh, to you, that's like, this is my, like, this is just who I am. This is what I do. But the other people are like, well, you're like one of the only people that do this, that thing. Like, like that's special. Um, so like that's where we're talking about positive blind spots and like I love that we can make those connections uh, because of the community that we're in and like the people that we found on the show like the, making the connections between Chaz what Chaz and the Brandon said was easy yeah just being like um, 
But well, yeah, well, it was like what we talked. It was overall what we talked about. But like the, um, but we keep having these continuous conversations on excellence. Like if we, if our concepts of excellence are the same as it was two months ago, then we did something wrong. Oh, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, but man, like, um, let's go through my notes, man. It's weird having a camera. I was gonna say that. <laughs> I actually love having a camera. I think it's really cool. Um, I I have you know what I was gonna bring up that literally Chaz and Pat both talked about, which I feel like every leader should listen to this. Listen to this very closely if you're a leader. Know the people that you're leading. They both brought that up. Mm. And it's in the way that they brought it up was different, but very important. Know the people that you're leading because that's how you know who's bought in. That's how you know the certain people who are only there for a season. All that. That's very important. And if you get to know them, you're also able to put certain people um, to, in their strengths. Like, there was a time I worked at this eyeglass place as a job. Um, my strength was not making glasses. My strength is selling glasses or selling a merchandise. But she didn't know that. She didn't get the time to know that. So she put me in the area where I did not good. I made glasses, well, we made like 250 glasses a week and you were only supposed to break five a month. I was break five every day. Like, <laughs> I'm not Why that guy. you were supposed to break five? <laughs> well, th that was the policy. It was only supposed to be five. Minimum. Minimum. Like or maximum. Uh, maximum, Max. yeah. Five, five maximum a month. Yeah. I was breaking five a day. Man, it was not my strong suit. She didn't. She didn't get a time to know me. She just put me in a spot when I got hired. And I didn't apply for that spot either. It was just like, she just put me in a spot because that's what they needed. But, so that's why I'm saying as a leader, it's important to know what you have so you don't put the wrong things in the, in, uh, the spot that you were hoping for. That makes sense. No, I get, no, I get what you're, you know, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like to get, you want to get to know the people that you're, you want to get to know the people that you're leading, but, and like through those conversations that we already talked about. Yeah. And that you like, uh, Chad's talked about, uh, how being a Christian man who, uh, isn't allowed to talk about his faith, uh, at the workplace, but he can still be the light. He can still be, have grace. He can still, um, show people uh, who Jesus is and through that people are attracted to him yeah. people are like in the way of like like they want to like have that conversation with him and he takes he takes the time to just have a normal conversation not not to just be all work and no all work and quote unquote like no play but like no like, uh, like yeah just not be all work Right. Like, it's like, let's have a casual conversation. How, how are you, how are you doing? How's your family doing? Um, 
what are your interests? What are your goals? Like Pat said, like mate, like Pat said, he's like, what are you like getting to know what the goals are of his, of his employees or of his team members yeah. of the people on his team so that he knows where they want to improve. Yeah. And then he goes, I hope I can supply you with what you can, imp- I hope I can supply you with what you're looking for to improve with. And hopefully you stay here, but if not, that's okay. As long as you've improved. Right. Um, and that's the concept that, like, it's like, that's bizarre. Because, like, you think, like, as long as, like, I hope you stay, but if you don't, I still want you to improve. I still want the best for you, and that's not normal in today's society. (laughs) Oh, it's definitely not. Um, to speak on this, my, uh, before I came here, um, my church... My old, my old church, um, they loved me. They would, they would want me to improve, but they would never want me to leave the church. And that's the thing. Like, one body of church is anywhere. The body is big. See, church is a small seat. Like, God can have you go anywhere. And long as you're improving, that's the important thing. It's not supposed to be like, nah, you can only stay here no matter what. And it's like, no, like, God might have you go over there or over there or uh, vice versa. And a lot of people don't like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was a big rough referral, or I would say that uh, me and my um, godfather had. And still this day, still because I left. But God called me somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to be able to be a good leader, to be able to let even your best person around you in your life, let them free if they need to go somewhere else they need to go. Like mm-hmm. You just want them to do improving, like you said. As long as they're improving, that's the important thing. Yeah. And providing them with um, the things that... The things that um, Providing providing them with the resources to improve, then that hopefully that will make hope uh, make them want to stay. But yeah, right. Um, okay, the last thing I have written down here, um, uh, Pat and I talked about something. Pat and I talked about personally, and then we talked about on the podcast um, was that you don't need a title to lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we'll do a quick recap. Um, did I already mention it this during this recording? No. No. Okay. I, I, I just listened to the episode. It's like, I, it's, like it'll, it's all meshing together. But uh, yeah, that you don't need a title lead. Like you don't need a weight to, uh, to not. I like you don't need to wait to be established. Not not even be established, but like, hmm, but like have. To show your influence. Mm. Because, like, you... Everybody has influence, and that's what leadership is. Yeah. The... And, like, I'm not saying that, like, you try to, like, step on people's toes. But, like, if, if you want... Like, for my my instance, I want... I, like, you heard on past episode that I wanted to um, mentor uh, this, one, this one guy... And 
I was told by um, one of my friends that he would be a uh, he would be a good person for me to mentor, and but I wasn't close with him at all, and so I was like, so I, the first thing I had to start doing was just having conversations with him, and it that led to our relationship growing. It led to me being able to have um, uh, be able to have like specific conversations and hang out with him one on one and just. Um, be be just friends with them, and be able to show, and like, and I was waiting for like I think some, I, I did say this like have a, waiting for the opportunity to present itself. Yeah. Um. So yeah, guys, like, if you get anything, I think that's something something I think about. Like we talk about excellence, but both of that both of the these last two episodes they they're both leaders in their work leaders in their workplace and whether like past an entrepreneur and Chad is somebody who said like, I don't want to be an entrepreneur or that I wish I could, you know, I wish I was that kind of person, but I'm not. So I'm so because I like having that. He, he likes having that, um, that paycheck. Yeah. Which makes perfect. That which makes sense. So, um, and, but like they're both leaders where they're at. So like these last two episodes, like I really like that we talked about leadership so much. Um, but yeah, if you get anything out of that and you're looking at, at leadership or if you don't, even if you don't have a title of leadership, but you don't need to have a title to lead, um, take that out of it. Like, and even if you aren't, don't have a title to lead and you don't want a title to lead, you're still leading somebody. You still have influence, um, in in somebody's life, like no matter what, we're always being influenced by everything. Yeah, by everything we it goes into our ears, everything uh, go, goes into um uh, everything we see. Uh, it's all it's all affecting us. So that means everything so you good. say, everything you do, affects the other people around you, no matter where you are. So that's why we're talking. That's why Pat Pat and uh, Chad both said lead with integrity. Yeah. I love that you brought that in that say, like, you don't need a title to lead because God's teaching me that in this season where I'm at now. But yeah, for the longest time, I thought you did. And the enemy would use that against me so I could just continue to live a life in sin. Yeah. And I didn't have a title. I was like, oh, well, you're not a leader yet. So you don't, you're just like everybody else. You don't need, need that yeah. yet. So you could do whatever you want to do. And I think it's important to realize, like, you don't need that title to lead. And if you start without the title, you'll get the title eventually if it's meant for you. Yeah. That's good. Well, I think that's a good place to wrap it up. <laughs> I think so too. Um, all right, guys. Thanks for wa uh, watching maybe this episode, but thank you definitely for listening to this episode. Absolutely. <laughs> um, if you haven't already, subscribe and give us a five star rating. Five star, yeah, five star review on whatever platform you're on. Um, but if you want to give a one star, don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because uh, if you have nothing else to say, don't say anything at all. Amen. Amen. And, and um, but yeah, guys, I will say. If you like the if you if, if we have a video, and you see us on the video, let us know what you think on YouTube. Uh, if you noticed, it's been hard for us to both look at the camera. 
<laughs> the, whole, the whole time it would be weird just us looking at the camera since we see this like if this was blocked off i think yeah. it'd be easier but since us, us seeing each other on screen it looks cooler so it's hard for us to just be like I mean, I was either looking at the floor or <laughs> you or the camera. But yeah, I know. Same. Um, but all right, guys. We'll see you next time. Love you guys.